0: And we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining me today on Becca's World for another exciting episode of The Blind View. And so far, it's just me and Tamar. And it's probably just going to be me and Tamar for today's show. So please bear with us. We have lots of fun topics to discuss. And we have a commercial break that we're going to be playing. So please stay with us. Are you with me, Tamar?
1: Yeah, how are you, Becca?
0: I'm great, my friend. Are you ready to get started?
1: Yes, of course. Let's do it.
0: Let's talk about your weight loss first.
1: Oh, awesome. I'm because happy to share that with you and okay. our viewers.
0: Yes. Yeah, so go ahead, Tamer.
1: Yeah. So I've been actually working on this since uh, summer, since June. And I've been basically um, being mindful and um, trying to... Be in the present moment, um, um, you know, focusing on my health, focusing on my strength, um, being, uh, you know, uh, being mindful of what what I eat, what um, um, my, you know, my strength, uh, going to the gym every day, uh, working with my dad that takes me to the gym, uh, you know, every other day. Um, and basically, uh, my dad has been my true hero who basically became my, uh, personal trainer in this journey who basically, um, gave me a hand to realize that um you know i can you know do this you know since i um since i had cancer uh you know when when I was a child uh since yeah. since now you know i accumulated this you know weight gain and i never was able to you know lose the weight and mm-hmm. and now you know uh you know, with realizing that I can be mindful and be able to, um, you know, you know, eat healthy and read books that would make me be able to, um, you know, um, learn about how to, um, you know, overcome the, um the weight gain, uh I was able to basically lose all that weight and be the person I wanted to. So that's
0: wonderful. I know.
1: It's it's really, really surreal. Um and it's and, it's and, and it's it's you, from the people that I'm you know in engaging from. It's from, you know you, you that, know what I'm saying? it's it's, it's, it's um, so surreal.
0: I, I think I think with what you started with was the key word mindfulness, because Correct. my friend, I've, I've learned to practice mindfulness in my own life, and I've been practicing it well for over 20 years now, and it makes huge changes in my life. And mm-hmm. so I understand what you're talking about with mindfulness. And ladies and gentlemen, when he says mindfulness, what he's talking about is all the other stuff he went on to talk about. It's like being aware of what you're doing like being aware of what you're doing with your body being aware of what you're putting in your body what food mm-hmm. you're putting in your body how much how are you feeling with each bite right like are you satisfied or do you need to keep eating like because i know my like i learned to clean up my plate right when i was a kid and eat t- the food was all gone right because we grew up really poor and nothing was supposed to go to waste and mm-hmm. that's one thing i had to teach myself with mindfulness was that that I I wanted to, I taught my brain to be aware of when I was satisfied. So I would just stop eating. So I just set my fork down, no matter how much food was still off left on my plate or on my tray or on the table in front of me. Right. And, and so that's something that, that, I mean, that's part of the mindfulness and, and it's in all areas of, of our life, but especially in weight loss and trying to improve ourselves in any area, mindfulness goes a long way. Um, and- it's not, it's
1: not just weight loss, it, you know, it goes, um, it goes to other areas. Um, uh, it's true because now I'm not working. I'm able to relate that to, you know, um, being, you know, uh, you know, it's, it goes, uh, also to manage my money, uh, to manage my finances, um, you know, it goes to other areas as well. So, you know, it, you know what I'm saying? And, it's,
0: yeah. And, and, you know, once you have a mindfulness mindset, where you're correct thinking like that, then you're making your financial decisions, planning for the future, because you already know what your future goals are. Exactly. So, so, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And it, like, I was saying this, this mindfulness, like, this is a technique that I learned back in nineteen ninety seven when they locked me in that TBI rehab training. Exactly. But mindfulness, like you can practice it in all areas of life, not just academically, but physically and emotionally and spiritually and mentally, right? That's it can true. help us in all areas. And 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 it, it but it really takes you have to be able to get a handle on your thinking and your intellect. You know, to be able to be aware, self-awareness is another word for it, right? That
1: that is, yeah, that that is the yeah. key word exactly. You have to be uh, in control of that exactly.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's a big part of self-control and a part of maturity too.
1: Yep. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but when you have a traumatic brain injury, these things that happen automatically in a normal person's development, they get bound up and they get derailed a lot of times and a lot of times right as you grow up with a tbi you miss out on those normal normal um development uh things right because a lot right. of times it's because the people around you your parents and your your teachers and your doctors and stuff they they can't control you. your abilities yeah they underestimate yes. your abilities and so they put a lot of roadblocks up in front of you and say mm-hmm. you can't do a b or c and then you find yourself having to work so much harder to prove that you can do A, B and C, just so you can get on to do D, E and F, you know? And and then once you finally get D, E and F accomplished in your life, you know, it's like there's always something new, but, but when you have a TBI or when you're disabled, it's like the whole world suddenly decides that they have a right to make all your decisions for you. And it's really a weird situation, don't you think,
1: Cameron? Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. you feel as if they have the control Mm -hmm. to do everything for you and you know it sucks um it's 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 unreal it's Mm -hmm. um i I feel as if they have to basically make any you know everything for you in a way
0: they they feel when you have a tbi they feel like they have the obligation to make take over your decision making for you right and 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 when and once you just i mean once you pull your head out of your butt or pull your crap together or whatever and get on your feet and start recovering then all of a sudden you find yourself having to not only go through the recovery process now that you've been shown how to but you mm-hmm. also have to somehow change the mindset of all these other people because as your mindset is changing because that's what i discovered as i was going through my tbi rehab training a big part of it was this mindfulness stuff right as right. i was going through that and my own brain was healing and i was changing my own thinking the rest of the world my my parents my family my the lawyers the doctors right all of these mm-hmm. people they didn't, they weren't on the same page as me, like, yeah. once they showed me how to get better with the mindfulness and stuff. And, and they had a lot of words they used back then when they did the TBI mm-hmm. rehab training, but it all boiled down to mindfulness, right? Right. And but once they taught me that it was like, they gave me the tools I needed to heal myself. So I just took those tools and ran with them. And I've been able to heal myself. Correct. But You guys, this mindfulness stuff that Tamar is talking about is so important because you can change so much, so many things in your life using mindfulness, because mm-hmm. God gave you the abilities right up here in your brain. You just got to figure out how to think right and how to make the connections right and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and I know as someone who had a TBI or who has a TBI cause I'll have a TBI till the day I die. But I know as someone who went through that, like, my gosh, when you when you finally are given those tools, it's like, 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 in all my books, I write about wonderful things those doctors did for me in that TBI rehab program, right? And my most recent book, I flat out said in there that someday I hope to be able to repay those doctors for what they did for me in that program, right? Mm-hmm. The doctors and the therapists and stuff, right? Because they really did save my life. And, and because my life was so out of control. Everything I tried to do just like, turned to shit in my hands and every time i tried to accomplish something i felt like i was beating my head against a brick wall because there were constantly people around me telling me that i would never be able to accomplish a b and c because of the situation i found myself in and i knew it wasn't true and, but those mm-hmm. doctors at that program they they were the ones who finally gave me the chance to learn and they gave my cha- my brain the chance to start recovering and so i'll always be thankful to those doctors and therapists with the Community Bridges Program in Missoula, Montana. That program dissolved somewhere around 2004, I think. I looked into that program a few years ago and I found that it had gone out of business and it made me so sad because they were changing people's lives for the better in a big way. So, um, But let's take a quick commercial break and then we can continue our talking. Please stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Gino's going to play the commercial now. Hey, guys, guess what? My fourth book, Still Busy Steering, is now available. You can get this on Amazon Print On Demand, Kindle Digital Download, and we'll have the Amazon version done by February 2023. And Linda Nelson is reading the Audible version Just like she read metamorphosis and metamorphosis and still busy Steering* our sequel. So please be sure to check out my first short story collection metamorphosis and the sequel still busy steering. And I would really appreciate it if you could drop me a line and let me know what you thought. And if you'd go up to Amazon and write me a review about each book when you're done. Thank you very much. And now back to the show. Hello, are you there Tamara?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for staying with us during the commercial break. Um, Tamara, do you Mm -hmm. want to talk some more about this stuff or should we move on to one of our other topics?
1: Uh, We can move on. Okay, so
0: um, I'm trying to remember what our other topics were. Do you want to talk about one of our other topics in particular or do you want me to pick one? Uh, You can pick one. Okay, so let me see if I can remember. Well, one thing that we were going to talk about was the State of the Union address on Tuesday night that President Correct. Joe Biden um, gave for the world. Um, and yes. that also kind of ties into our first topic. So we'll just mm-hmm. go ahead and get started on the State of the Union. Did you happen to watch the State of the Union, Tamar?
1: Um, I did. Uh, part of it. Um, uh, let's see. Um, i trying to think what... I really
0: um um, well did you did you see the pot shot that President Biden took at the Republicans sitting in Congress?
1: I did not.
0: He you want to talk about that? He flat out accused unnamed members of the Republican Party of Mm -hmm. wanting to sunset uh Social Security and Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And that got a huge reaction from from the Republican members of Congress. I heard it. I couldn't literally see the video, right? Well, I probably could have had, mm-hmm. I tried to, but I wasn't really staring at the screen because I can't make out a lot of details. So, but I was listening and when Biden said that you should have heard the uproar from Congress, um, it was a low blow. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a pot shot, a cheap pot shot um, that Joe Biden took at the Republican Party. And I, for one, was very angry by it. I'm a Republican and well, not 100 percent, but I vote Republican. Right. Because Mm -hmm. they definitely match my beliefs and ideals more. And I can tell you one thing that the Republican Party does not stand for. The Republican Party does not stand for taking anything from the American people that the American people have earned this administration has already taken a lot from us though that we have all earned and worked for you know Mm -hmm. that's something i point out in still busy steering the book i just published so i really hope my viewers will go check it out um but yeah um one thing about these democrats that i've been noticing for a long time now is they like to accuse the republicans the people sitting across the aisle of what they're doing like the whole time President Trump was in office, they were accusing him of all kinds of sh- shenanigans and sneaky crap. Right. And every time the Democrats came out with another accusation against Trump, it made my head spin, guys. Next thing I knew, I was seeing a report on the news that the one branch of the Democrat Party somewhere in the country or the or the um, National Republican Party or Democratic Party as a whole were, were guilty of that very same crime against President Trump his family his administration and or the american people you know what i mean and so like this stuff now that they're accusing the republican party of like through their leader joe biden you know joe biden he accused the republican party of wanting to sunset uh social security and medicare well like i said everything that democrats have accused president trump and the republican party of has turned out to be stuff they were guilty of themselves so i'm going to make A prediction, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to predict that the next thing we know, the Democrat Party will be making moves to sunset Social Security and possibly Medicare as well. Because, like I said, that's been their playbook for years now, is they issue these crazy, these crazy accusations. And yeah, they sound crazy. If you are the one like if you remember the party they're being aimed at right, which I am right. You can see how crazy and outlandish they are. But then, like I said, the next thing you know, you see and you hear reports that those Democrats are doing those very same things to your to the Republicans or to the American people as a whole or to President Trump and his family or whatever. Right. And I, for one, am getting really sick of the B.S. We need serious people in Washington, D.C., that are going to really solve our problems, not these stupid Democrats. So anyway. Well,
1: I I have a comment. I well, from what I heard, that Margaret, um, uh, what's her name, Margaret?
0: Um, Are you talking about? Um, Ma-
1: what's her name? Yeah. Uh, um, Gina, Marjorie, name? Margaret. Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor. Correct. Green. She said that. Uh she said she called um that the president is liar and he's like canceling you know um social security and all that
0: she said that biden was lying when he accused the republicans of wanting to do that is that what? correct yeah yeah well yeah and that's what i'm saying is joe biden is lying and he is doing so much to hurt and, and cripple our country And, and I really, I just pray every day that, that uh, my fellow Americans will wake up and and see reality. And that's why I'm writing my books, you guys, I just published my fourth book. And in all my books, I, and I not only talk about these things, but I start out by talking about our power as individuals because I had to discover and learn what my power was as an individual and as an American, right? To overcome all of this bullshit in the last three decades of my life, right? And so through all of that, I learned, I learned how to, how to adjust my thinking so that the really important notions and ideas were in the forefront. Like the notion that I was created by God And that all of those doctors were wrong. And not only that, not only was I created by God, but I was a woman, right? And I knew that God had given women very unique abilities, right? Like he's given us the ability to have children, right? He's given us Mm -hmm. the ability to to feel and sense things and be aware of things in a way that a lot of our male counterparts can't, right? And, and, And he gave like, so he gave women the ability to carry human life right and do you realize how god, how important god considers human life god made humans in his image in his image and then he gave women the responsibility of carrying those beings in their in their womb right god loves women so much and he's really blessed us and uh, so I realized all that and I knew all of that way back then in the early 90s when I was arguing with all those stupid doctors and lawyers. And all I could say to them was God's going to make God's going to save me, God's going to heal me. God wouldn't do that to me. Those those were the only words I could think of to say back then because I was like trapped inside my mind mm. and I couldn't share with them everything I've been sharing in my books now, right? But I feel like and I felt like back then like I had so much to share with them, right? But listen, I am not the only woman created by God who has a lot to share with the world and a lot of important things that need to be done in her life, right? And a lot of things that need to be taken care of. And it's not just women, but men. I really feel like one thing that the Democrats have done is they've tried to make us believe that we're all identical, that we're all one and the same, that we're all just photocopies of each other. And therefore, we don't have to expect certain things of each other or... You know what I mean? they just use this logic to to turn all of our thinking upside down and inside out and backwards. Do you know what I'm saying, Tanner?
1: Yeah. But do you think that, like, when he says that he's taxing the rich and uh, the middle class is, um, they're getting, you know... Um,
0: that he's that helping the middle class?
1: Correct. Is that... So-
0: um well let me let me ask you tamar so taxes aside i mean yes president biden says he's taxing like he's he's gonna tax these these companies and these big corporations to death right mm -hmm. make them pay their fair share right but who are these corporations and these companies paying they're paying the working man you and me, our moms and dads, our aunts and uncles, our cousins, our brothers and sisters, right? Our family, mm-hmm. the people that we've all grown up with, the people who we are, right? Mm-hmm. That's who's gonna he, who he's hurting by taxing all these big corporations. And another thing, if you want to talk about taxes that that this man has created, look at the out of control, runaway inflation this man has created. That is a huge tax on every working man woman and child in america Mm -hmm. and 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 because of the out of control spending that this man and his administration has been doing now we have this out of control runaway inflation that is getting worse every week and every month that goes by of this man's administration and and the whole time we can do less and less with what we have here in america that means as parents we can give our children less as, as children, our children have less to, to put towards focusing on their education and focusing on their extracurricular activities and the stuff they mm-hmm. need to do to make themselves good, healthy, strong Americans, right? Because they also have a lot of concerns they're dealing with as young people. And in and, and all areas of our lives as Americans, in all areas of our lives we're being, put under so much more pressure because of this runaway inflation and all the other crap this man has done since him and his people got into the white house right and i'm just getting really tired of it Mm -hmm. um but listen you guys no matter how bad things get no matter how how much how hard things get here in america for all of us as long as we are breathing we still have the ability to go out there to rebuild and i'm not just talking about rebuilding our buildings and stuff but rebuilding our hearts and our minds and our worlds and our livelihoods right like as long as you're breathing you can recover and do something new with your life believe me i was almost dead when i left the hospital at the age of 12 years old in 1989 right and and i really Mm -hmm. didn't know if i was going to be able to survive because i had a lot stacked against me and then at Mm -hmm. the same time during those early years my parents and their lawyers did everything in their power to stop me from getting better. Because I was getting better right in front of their eyes and they were desperate to stop me. So I had to then fight all of that, right? But you guys, I did it. And our country can recover the same way. We all just have to decide in our own hearts and minds that we're ready to rebuild here. That we're all going to do the heavy lifting. And it won't be that heavy if we all lift together, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. That's what I want to share with my fellow Americans. I just want to keep reminding us that we're all here together and we all help each other. And we all like many of us love each other. And even if you don't love somebody, you should realize that person, whoever the person happens to be that in question is has a soul that's created by God inside of that body that you happen to be looking at. Therefore you need to treat that person with love and respect because God wants us to treat others like we would tr- treat him, right? Or like we would want ourselves to be treated, right? Yep. And so that's what I want to talk about today, I guess. is just remember that you were created in the image of God. You deserve respect. You deserve to be happy, right? But you also have to work for it. And, and, I, and if you are someone who's hurting somebody, I'm saying to you, that person that you're hurting is created by God. And God will hold you accountable if you are hurting that person or a large group of persons, right? So mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, we all have the ability to reach out and help others today, and that's what we need to do. Because, like I said, if we're all doing the lifting, then it won't, you know, we'll all be sharing the load, and it will be, like, light, lighter for everybody. Right. And so, like, um, do you know what you're going to do today, Tanner? Uh,
1: today, um, I'm planning to go to the park and have a, a walk um, with a dog.
0: Well, Gino uh, and I are working on a lot of things going that way. Mm-hmm. So the books I'm writing and publishing are all going that way. And the, the, uh, the awesome. projects Gino and I are working on, they're all good the same way. So please stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, to all the fun projects we have coming up in the future. Um, um, so Tamara. Should we discuss something else now? We had a lot of things on our list. Oh, um, uh, sure. Um, do you know what you want to talk about next? I'm trying to remember what else is on our list. Uh, can you uh, Can you
1: give me a reminder?
0: <laughs> Gino, can you remind us real quick of some other things on our Did list? Did you
1: guys want to talk about
0: the earthquake? Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah, the earthquake. Uh, earthquake. That, is, uh, that is so, so uh, devastating heartbreaking. Um, and heartbreaking, correct. Um, so that is in Syria and Turkey. Um, and, um, from, from what I've heard so far, 11,000 people have uh, died sadly. Um, um and, and
0: I'm sure many more have had their lives devastated because they've lost their homes and their um, businesses. And, actually yeah. it's
1: 17,000. Um, I, I take that back. I do ap- apologize. Um,
0: um, the thing about those kinds of numbers, I don't like talking about numbers like that. Because I know, always I know. You it's, know what I, mean? I know?
1: It does. Um, and
0: so the, the point is that a lot of people have lost their lives or been right. injured or they've lost their homes and other family members in this tra- tragedy. So there's a lot of people who need our thoughts and prayers. And if you're able, they could even use some financial help or boots on the ground if you have the ability to go over there in person and help Mm -hmm. out. So,
1: correct. Um, The
0: people of Syria and Turkey, in your prayers. There, there
1: are ways to help. Um, Trying to think, you know, um, probably the Red Cross has ways, or
0: yeah, donating to the Red Cross is a good way. mm. Um, And and there's probably some. Christian organizations that are going to be going in there too, to offer aid. So, Correct. um, but, but prayer goes a long way, ladies and gentlemen. So please hold these people mm-hmm. up in prayer too. So, um, yeah. um
1: it's, anyway. it's
0: unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but so, but talking about the situation in Turkey and Syria with that earthquake, just reminds me of the stuff that we have going on right here in America, all the people Mm -hmm. right here in America who are suffering, you know, in unprecedented, ways. Like the people in New York city who have been struggling for a long time since all the crap happened during the quarantine to New York city. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I always, every day, almost whenever New York city comes to my mind, I say a prayer for them. Um, and I say a prayer for Montana because I love Montana. I'm from Montana. Mm -hmm. Um, and i will pray for everybody here in america and i oh and i always pray for president trump and his family and team specifically too um are you a prayerful person camera you pray yes of course yeah oh good for you yeah um uh,
1: you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a christian and i you know practice that every day so
0: yeah and ladies and gentlemen ladies Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whatever age you are watching this show, I really hope I have some younger viewers in my audience, because a lot of my writing that I do is geared towards these younger generations. Um, Because I wanted to talk about, just once again, about our abilities and uh, what we have here in America, right? We are the most blessed people on earth, and we still have God on our side. He's still watching over us, and he's still Mm -hmm. working in our country every day even though it doesn't look like it but but if you look at all the stuff that's been going on it could be way worse if god wasn't restraining Mm -hmm. all this in some manner right so and and you look at all of the politicians that are being found to be corrupt and stuff like that and it just tells me that um god's definitely protecting us because with all these shysters in office we're, we're lucky that we were able to walk the streets safely in our country, right? You know, we're lucky that we still have the few freedoms we have here. But um, I don't want to be satisfied with the peanuts that we still have here. I was never satisfied with the peanuts those lawyers and my parents and those doctors were letting me have. I wanted more. And we need to be that way here in America. We need to insist that we have more. We need to insist that we have access to all of our constitutional rights you guys and and when i finally read the constitution in 2004 when i first lost when i got out of court i read that constitution you guys and that's i mean i have a brain injury and i'm legally blind but as i was reading it it was like god was showing me how those stupid lawyers had been violating every one of my Mm -hmm. first those rights promised to us in the first 10 amendments of the constitution right and and So if you guys will go and read the Constitution today, I think you guys will also see how these politicians and this government are violating our constitutional rights. And then I think all of us will become angry the same way I became angry and got rid of the bastards in my life. And that will Mm -hmm. empower all of us to run these politicians, these shady politicians and crooked socialists out of office in the next election. So please go read Mm -hmm. the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen, the first 10 amendments, at least, it's known as the Bill of Rights.
1: Bill of Rights, yeah. They're
0: very important. Um, I'm sure you can find them online somewhere. Um, Anyway, it's something that all Americans should read and understand, even if you're an immigrant. Um, Oh, Oh my God, what's going on outside? My dogs are going crazy. It sounds like there's a plane going overhead. Or maybe not a plan, maybe it's, I don't know. But Cameron, is there anything else you want to talk about before I end the show?
1: Um, I think, um, I think we're good. Uh, We covered everything. Okay. Yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please go up to Audible and check out my books. You can get my most recent book, Still Busy Steering, on Audible and its predecessor, the sequel, Metamorphosis, right? And my name is Rebecca S. Meadows, okay? Um, And if you check out my books, please go up to Amazon and write me a review and let me know what you thought of my book, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. And please be sure to like this video. Hit the subscribe button here on Rumble so you get a free subscription to Becca's World. And please be sure to like, share, and hit the subscribe button. And tell your friends and family, peace out, y'all. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us today. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my